0: You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wakeup. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wakeup, A-R-M-O-N-D, wake Up all one word. More important than that. Please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. More important than that, go to ClockRadioSpeakers.com. Doc, this is episode 400. 400. See, and we've been saying for weeks, like, yo, (laughs) we got to do something for 400. And we never talked about it. No. We never did it. No. And now this is like the episode, like, this is like, I'm not going to say this is going to be a great episode, but like, this is not like a man- we didn't go out of our way to plan this episode. This isn't anything like we, we special. Didn't, yeah.
1: We didn't do like the 90s sitcom style clip episode where you'd get <laughs> to like episode 100 and they just show you highlights of everything you saw before. But like Man. it was a novelty because it wasn't on reruns yet. So you'd only seen that once.
0: Yep. I was trying to, we, we were trying for a few years to, um you know, find an intern. A couple of people like, you know, said that they were interested or whatever. We just never really like, like really followed up. but. Man, we probably, we have a lot of content that could use some digging through for sure. For sure. We need like a wiki. (laughs) We do. I mean, at this point, like all the things that the streets have, we have more than enough material to, to have it. It's crazy. If somebody could break down each episode, a wiki with one through 400, that would be amazing.
1: That's a, that's a real, that's a passion project, man.
0: For sure. I'd help. Yeah. I'd help, cause that would yeah, that would I I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel comfortable, you know. Like no, we'd have to we'd have to make that worth somebody's while.
1: Yeah, sure. for sure, for sure.
0: Uh, but yeah, Doc's here. What's up, Doc? <laughs> uh,
1: things are good, man. Um, we're recording this episode a little early because I'm um uh, getting ready to head out to to Europe on a vacation, which should be wonderful.
0: Um, okay. My
1: wife and I like to travel. Haven't really traveled since COVID much um last year we did uh like a week on a on a a airbnb uh beach house um just to like get away but you know because COVID was still like everywhere and there was no vaccines or anything we literally did nothing except you know be at the house all day so like we're actually you know doing like a real vacation going to vienna going to munich and going to berlin nice yeah 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 you know gotta check my passport passport. you know come on man
0: We know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: So, uh, no, so things are good. So uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter or Instagram if you want, at Doc underscore Beats, S not a Z. But like Armand said, more important than that, follow the show. But even more important than that, if you're not already uh, a Patreon member, you should definitely check out patreon.com slash crs podcast. Facts. The community is amazing. It's growing. It's fantastic. Yes, it
0: is. Yeah, man. Things are good. Things are good. For sure. For sure. Um we want to talk about some music, man. Yeah, because we'll be here all day. We'll literally be here all day. <laughs> this is a conversation we we can have offline. So basically, our Patreon uh community kept talking to us about like some certain albums. I mean, yeah. we've been in we've been in Kanye in like Drake universe for the last month, two months, month and a half, yeah. yeah. And so in the meantime, we've got some of our other, you know. Crs connoisseurs was like, yo, there's some other music that came out, and we would like to know what you guys think of it. Yeah, and you know, one person asked, then two people, then five, then it it really became a thing. And so I hit Doc, and I was like, Doc, let's let's just let's let's talk about some of these albums from you know non-Crs mainstays, and let's just see if we'll we'll expand our palette a little bit. Yeah. So within the last, I'd say. Man, three months? So how long has been since like with all these albums released? This is Yeah. Like all three of these albums came out, or four actually, uh came out in the summer, right? Which ones we talking about? We're talking about Isaiah Rashad. Yep. We're talking Vince Staples. Yep. We're talking Baby Keem. Yeah.
1: That's more recent.
0: And that's more recent. And then uh I threw in uh A Z. Because we we gotta have the the rapidy rap hippity hop. Old man's.
1: I forgot to listen to the A Z album. That's fine, but I but um, I did listen to the Little Nas X album, and I want
0: to talk about that. Okay,
1: so you can okay. talk about A Z, and I'll talk about Little Nas X.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not really in the place to talk about A Z. Like, we can, like, look, little. <laughs> Do you have track by track notes um, well, on? anything that no, we're talking about. No, I've yet? got like overall notes. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Okay. What? Never mind. Then we're in the same boat.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you know, we got to some of these albums are interesting for sure, and I think it. I mean,
0: do you want to start in any place in particular? Because one in one in particular is extremely interesting to me. But where do you want? I to don't place? have it. uh we can start with. Well, let's start with Keem since it's the most recent. Yeah. So somebody said that one of Kendrick Lamar's voices <laughs> uh, escaped his body, or escaped Kendrick Lamar and grew a body. mhm and became Baby Keem and his album. So we've heard about Baby Keem for the good part of what, a year, two years?
1: Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't really pay that much attention to him until recently.
0: Yeah, me too, me too. Um, I only really heard about Keem through like these leaks. Mm. So when we talked about PG Lang and I really wish we could find that episode because people were asking us what we thought about uh, Kendrick leaving TDE, but we had a PG Lang conversation long before the tde announcement happened i know we did um when pg lane came up and the the word was was baby keem was going to be the flagship artist from that label yeah and so from that i would hear like little snippets of leaks and to me it sounded like okay kendrick is bringing baby keem in to kind of figure out his style this is this is Kanye and Travis. This is Kanye and Chance. This is, yeah. you know, what, what Kanye does is what Kendrick is doing. This is Jay-Z and Kanye. Jay-Z and Young Chris. Jay-Z and, I mean, state property, period. Um, you know, all the rappers. This is Nas and Quan. Quan. <laughs> <Kwan. laughs> I had to get that in. I had to get Nas that in. and jay if you listen to something. Oh, wait a Ooh, minute. i oh, sorry. Sorry. Mm. Don't do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> so... You know, out of nowhere, this kind of like blew up. And I think I think this blew up mostly because this was the first time we heard from Kendrick in yeah. a long time. And it for was sure. alongside his artist, who we later found out. I didn't know this until they put out the artwork, but Kendrick and Baby Keem are cousins. Yeah, for sure. So Family Ties was the single. We talked about that a few weeks ago, but yeah. refresh my memory, Doc. What'd you think about that record?
1: I think the internet was going nuts. Shout out to Paul Wall. And I was did. more like... Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was a little uneven, but I think Kendrick's verse has grown on me as time yeah, has he gone kills on. Him. Yeah. Kendrick's in a weird place right now, man. I'm fascinated to hear what he comes with next.
0: You know what? If you listen to the melodic blue, mm-hmm. I think you have an idea of where he's going.
1: I mean, should we just talk about the other Kendrick record right now? Sure. Which is Honestly, one of the weirder songs I've ever heard Kendrick Lamar on in my life. Really? It's so weird. But I think people like the weird.
0: Oh, well, first of all, Top of the Morning has gone viral. <laughs> my son sends me Top of the Morning memes every day. Um, but like, I mean, you, you say that like, yeah, it's gone viral. It's really weird. Like if you play that
1: for somebody who just out of the blue, they like, yeah, I know Kendrick Lamar. And you play that song. They would look at you like, what is going on here? <laughs> And part of that is like the the song structure that that happens here. Like it's not the case on all these beats, but like I don't think Baby Keem has met a beat switch he didn't like.
0: Like bro, oh, almost to his detriment, maybe sometimes. Not not almost, yeah, definitely to his detriment. And I think the reason for that is the length of this album. You think it's too long? Length the length of the album and uh, the amount of content that Baby Keem has to talk about. He's a kid. He doesn't have anything to talk about,
1: man. He is a kid. And you know, like that was the biggest thing. Cause at first I was kind of like, you know, I have, my, I have my, backpack on real tight. Listen to this. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, man, but I realized, cause you know what it is? It's like, I realized why. Cause it, I mean, let's be honest. His voice can really be grading sometimes, you know, like, like it
0: depends on the type of record.
1: Yeah. To me. Sometimes it really goes to a place where you're like, Oh, just because you know what it sounds like. He sounds like a teenager sometimes. Right. Absolutely. And you do you know who has a grating voice? Most teenagers.
0: <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> oh man, you are you are peak get off my lawn right. now. <laughs> Yo, so so I'm not okay, so I'm not here here's I'm going to go deeper with that point. Yeah, yeah. Are you are, but are you done making that point? Do you want to say anything else about his voice? Uh, um,
1: only to circle back to what you said. God, I said circle back. What am I on meeting at work? Only to go back. <laughs> Well, then go back to what you said earlier, like some, you know, the joke online was like it's like it's like what if one of Kendrick Lamar's like voices escaped or whatever. Like, yeah, like the thing is though Kendrick has di- like he'll give you a bit of that and then he like goes somewhere else. Like for it's not always the case, but for chunks of this album, I feel like Baby Keem only has one speed with that mm-hmm. voice. And I, mm-hmm. I it, 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 I'm just like, "Nah, I'm good." After after a while, I'm just like, "Thanks, but no thanks."
0: But that's the problem. Mm. You can't do that. You can't have that because I agree with you. You can't have that in your arsenal, that be your stick. Yeah. And you put out a 15 track album, and out of those 15 tracks, half of them have beat switches. <laughs> There's a lot. It's a lot. So I will say, though, this yeah. album to me starts off very strong. Yeah. I love the first maybe four or five records on this album, and then it falls off a cliff.
1: Yeah. Um, I like Scapegoats. It's too short.
0: Scapegoats is too short. That really made me mad. Yep. Uh, Well, pink, pink Panties is okay, but I like Trademark USA. Trademark I, USA is really dope.
1: I liked Trademark USA until, I don't know, like whatever the third beat switch. And I was like, all
0: right, I've,
1: I've had enough. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, I feel you. Um, I feel you.
1: I thought the Don Tolliver record was interesting, if only because I think that's like, I've never heard Don Tolliver on a beat like that. Mm. you know like it doesn't sound like a don toliver record because don toliver has a, a sound at this point kind of you know what i mean to me it doesn't really sound like a don toliver record i don't really love that i don't really love that song but i know people do but um to that actually i think the lat like for me the last two songs are, are interesting okay so vent man that synth at the beginning is amazing and i thought mm. that beat was going somewhere but then he switches it up it goes to a completely different place. That if I was 16 years old, I would love that song. But I'm not 16 years old, so like, <laughs> that is not a song for me anymore.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I was an angry 16 year old, as as many of us were.
1: I'm not angry sure. enough to
0: listen to that record <laughs> for sure. It's a record called Vent. Yeah, and he's a kid. He's so a kid. what are kids gonna vent about? Actually, you know what? Let's not dismiss him. How old is? I Baby was King just gonna actually? ask. How old is Baby Keem actually? 20. Okay, he's a kid. He's a kid. <laughs> but I'm looking, and Jack Harlow is apparently 23, and Don Tolliver's 27. Interesting. Hmm. You, so I thought you were gonna say, hmm. I expect more to Don. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's look, man. Somebody's got to be the the responsible one in in the. But here's my problem. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm going to go back to your earlier point. I almost said circle back. To yeah. That. See, man. And and uh, basically drive my point home with this album. So like I said, I like the beginning. After Range Brothers, it goes into like this like lull, Mm. and that's where to me his voice gets grating because he's talking about girls, his girl issues, girl problems, and like on a not all the production on, but on a quite a decent percentage of the production, it's like slow and emotional and like it's not energetic i mean range brothers is very energetic you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying family ties is very energetic but like in between that is just a lot of like slow plotting emo in your 20 talking about like girls a lot and i'm just like you're 20 (laughs) you're 20 and so i don't so then when you factor in beat switches and all that stuff it's just like it's too much yeah it's too much. It's too much. And I really thought that, and it's funny because when I initially listened to this album, I liked the the beginning so much that I was talking to people like the album was good. Like, yo, did you hear Baby Keem? Like, you know, da-da-da-da, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So then to go back and then this be the result of the rest of the album, I'm kind of underwhelmed and bummed because I'm like, dang, I thought that, like, you know. But it's it's not it's not for me. I mean, he has a really good
1: ear for interesting production, right? I don't think it's always successful. But there's stuff here that is just honestly genuinely different. You know, it's yeah. not typical trap. Like, I kind of, like, I mean, you know, so what? He, you know, he's Kendrick's cousin, but, you know, he, he popped up on Donda. And, like, you kind of, and he's, you know, recorded with Travis. And, like, you can kind of see a little bit why, like, a more established artist might be like, let me get some of this youthful energy. Yep. For sure. Let me tap into that. But, mm-hmm. you know, a record I, I really kind of like that's a fascinating glimpse at like what a different kind of Baby Keem
0: song could be is, is the last song, 16. Mm. It's totally yeah, that was, different. That was totally different. Yes. Yes. Jarring. And not necessarily in a bad way. Yeah. It was kind of a a welcome change. Like, I didn't love it, but it was like, okay, cool. He can do something else.
1: Yeah. You know, so one one thing, uh, one sort of side question that you would ask before about like, you know, are the with with kendrick moving away from tde like is that gonna like is he gonna have the same producers and everything you know like Soundwave's got a production credit here dj dot he's got a produ- couple production credits here um actually the honestly like he's working with a lot of good producers on this like it it isn't it's not always perfectly produced but like there's some they're trying some stuff here you know what i mean mm-hmm. i appreciate that even if it's not always successful yeah yeah All right. But um no, I mean I think he's I I kind of want to see what he's gonna do next. I don't think he I, this is not, you know he's not there yet.
0: But yeah, he's not there.
1: No, he's not there.
0: But there's something there. I don't know what it is yet. But there's something there. I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. I feel like his third album is gonna be crazy. Yeah. I'm with you.
1: Speaking of of somebody who who's, who's not there
0: yet. Last thing I'll say. Oh, I'm bringing you back to. That. I'm sorry to interrupt no, your it's transition. Okay. It's all good. I do think his con- But I meant to say. I do feel like this is what we're going to get out of a good chunk of oh, Kendrick's Oh, yeah, you've you
1: mentioned that before. Yeah, no. So, you mean uh, like, so what I, do you mean by that, actually?
0: Uh, I think like that youthful energy that you were talking about. So, I think I'm thinking about Kendrick, right? So, yeah. I'm like, Kendrick's first two albums, very weighty, heavy in content, you know, stories, all this stuff. Damn, is like, I'm going to get on the radio, I'm going to win a Grammy. Like it's that low key. Damn. Hasn't really held up the way I thought it would. I told y'all. Yeah. You know, I told y'all. No, it's cool. Um, (laughs) but where do you, where does Kendrick go from here? He already says he's not going to be, you know, the, the fake, the fake activist. He's not going to do that. I really do feel like Kendrick is going to go for like bars and vibes. I really do. I think he's going to find a bunch of different pockets of flows. And I think the beats are going to be very minimal l- with, with uh, a heavy emphasis on drums and tempos. And Kendrick is just gone. And Kendrick is just going to vibe. And I think I saw an interview or something where Keem was basically like Kendrick and I would just sit in the studio and make up words and yeah. like make up flows and stuff. And I think the good stuff that they will come up with Kendrick would be like, nah, I'm saving I need that for the album. Nope, I'm keeping that. And I think that's what we'll get from Kendrick's album. I think we're we're listening to Baby Keem's representation of himself and how he wants to present himself. But I feel like what he contributes, I think he will have a significant contribution to Kendrick's album. And Kendrick is going to take some of those 20-year-old ideologies and put some experience to them. And I think it'll be a little more digestible for people like us. The olds. The olds, yes. Anyway, I interrupted your transition, and I'm very uh, sorry because it was a good transition. You know,
1: but speaking as somebody who's young and who you know the olds feel some kind of way about, I know you haven't listened to it yet, but Lil Nas X put out an album, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, I was kind of surprised. I continue to be surprised. I need to not be surprised by him anymore, basically, right? Because like I thought, oh, I thought Old Town Row was a was a gimmick, which it kind of was, but I, I thought he was gonna be a one hit wonder and he wasn't um but like this he's actually like he actually has talent which i like i know it's like damon with fame praise like who am i to say that but like this album that he put out is not all the way there but like there's Mm -hmm. a real synergy between him and and the production group take a day trip um they produce industry baby they produce the most of the best records uh, on the album um you know he's kind of like he's doing some pop stuff on there that's not really for me but like I could see this getting an audience. Like I could see this album having like multiple singles that like get used and pushed to different audiences in different ways. And he can like, he can really like almost in an old school way, like really work the album as they used to say, if he wanted to, mm. you know, cause like his ability to get, to get people's attention and notoriety means that like he could put a video out in three months for a song that people have already heard, but he can get attention cause he's Lil Nas X. Exactly. Um, yep. But there's a record on here outside of the singles. If you listen to anything, there's a record on there called Dead Right Now that I was is like, is like crazy good. And I was like, wow, I was like, okay. And honestly, I'm also just impressed by Take a Day Trip, right? Who've been kind of around for a, little, you know, a couple of years now. But like, if this album like really does well, like long term, like considering the work that they've done for him on his two singles from this album already, Montero and Industry Baby, like, I wonder if they're going to kind of be like, you know, the next group that people talk about. Mm hmm. But yeah, it's, um, if you listen to this and you haven't listened and you're like, you can get, and if like, even if the, you know, his public image, like puts you off or you think he's just all flash, no talent. Like I would just say, like, listen to the first couple of songs in the album and like, you'll kind of see what he's going for and you can figure out if you like it or not. That's the wonderful thing about streaming though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. tw- like I was gonna say 20 years ago, 10 years ago, almost. I mean, you could have downloaded, but like you had to be like, I don't know. Is this really going to be like, Am i really going to commit to buying this. Now you can just go click, you know? For sure. But um, but yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm super interested to see like what he puts out as a single. Um how, if he really wants to like work this in an in kind of like a traditional way because it's it's got a lot of different like kinds of songs. You know, he's got like Miley Cyrus on a record, and it's like a duet between them, and he's got Elton John playing piano on a song for him. Like they really like his label was like, Oh, we're we're rolling out the budget for he's in, sure.
0: He's in the black. <laughs> they made so much money off old town road it's all fine yeah he's in the black now especially if it's if it's already your if it's your production team like most of it and you're already like you already have your marketing down to a science then what are you really paying for i mean studio time i mean he's and- got
1: the yeah i mean hit, hit, i mean clearly like he like i don't know how much more marketing they need to do he's got the marketing <laughs> Exactly. In his team, like whatever he, because I'm sure he's got people or whatever. You know of what I course, mean? Of
0: course, of course. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: I, th- I kind of, you know, honestly, considering all the hype, I kind of thought he was gonna go number one the fir- his first week, but it seems like Drake's gonna hold on for the third week in a row. Yep. Is Drake platinum at this point? He's he's close.
0: I don't know if he's all the way there because he he was because he was six the first week and then he was like two seventy the second week and he's like one seventy this week. It's got he's got to be right there, pretty close. Platinum in three weeks. I wonder what did Kanye do. Uh
1: Kanye is not to platinum yet.
0: No, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what I thought was interesting is like, so the
1: last time we talked about Drake, you know, we talked about how it was, you know, nine songs in the top ten. It's like, all right, well, like let that clear out and like let's see what actually sticks, right? And so Mm -hmm. needless to say, uh one week later, most of those songs cleared out. And so Way way Too Sexy is still is now at number two, but it's kind of hanging around. Yep. Surprisingly, knife talk. Yeah, I've noticed that that has picked up a little bit. Yeah, knife talk is higher this week, the second week than it was the first week.
0: Interesting.
1: And then, girls want girls is is kind of hanging around in
0: the top ten, but that'll probably drop as well. And we're in the early stages of champagne poetry getting used for lots of TikToks and for the rappers. Mm, the rappers, the rappers love champagne poetry. Yes, they do. You gonna wrap up? You on? guys are make it. I already got a verse to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna put it out for my birthday. I've got a verse to since I mean, since we're on Patreon, I got a verse to that and uh Tyler the Creator manifesto that I was gonna shoot like a little video and put it out around my birthday. And uh I don't know what I'm gonna do with that now. Cause I feel like is champagne poetry gonna be too late mm. by the end of October? Probably. So maybe I have to do something else. Maybe we can maybe flip we it. What's that? We can flip it. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, I we, mean, we, we in, we in Black Jordan's two mode right now. Okay. Yeah. We in Black Jordan's two mode. I I have, I have no desire. I don't know why I have no desire to rap over original production right now. So good. I've been mean, wanting to freestyle, but I've got one of your beats in the back of my mind. I have a concept for, um, that I want to, yeah. Listen, y'all, when I tweet stuff, like I'm already five steps beyond where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) So when people, when I say I haven't rapped in a while, I'm working on three projects and in the process of researching, hiring, you know, social media marketing and all that stuff. Like, so when I say that I'm already well into the stages of figuring that out, the rappers come and they're like, Hey, you need some hella, yeah. I'm like, no, not really, but sure. I don't want. So far ahead. ahead of your time. You're about to start another life. Man, I've passed you twice. Look behind you. (laughs) I have to slow up for the present. I'm past. They can't get past your past. Man, Jay-Z is such a... (laughs) Look, yo, I said this on social... Like, yo, man, Jay-Z has to be tired of taking pictures, man. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of seeing Jay-Z take pictures. So how does he feel if I'm tired of seeing him? And I'm not looking for Jay-Z. Like, I don't follow a bunch of rap accounts, but he just pops up everywhere with a picture with somebody. He's one of the most famous musicians in the world. For sure. But it's Doc, it's turned up a little bit in the last like three years. Come yeah? on. Yeah. Yeah. It's turned up a little bit. Like post-444 Rock Nation brunch era Jay-Z. I feel like that's what set it off. It's the Rock Nation brunch. It's the 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 when they found out that like when they're laughing, they're not really laughing and you're not catching them a mid laugh. It's Jay-Z like finessing the laugh. Hey, y'all, y'all laugh real quick. Ha ha ha. Click. It's that.
1: Yeah, it's like when you get wedding photos taken, you know, they tell you, oh, do this and it makes it look like you're doing this.
0: Yeah, but I think you get a I think you get a lot more grace when it's a wedding photo because (laughs) it's a wedding photo. Like, are you actually doing all these things at your wedding or are you like being harassed by family and friends the entire day? and you don't get to enjoy anything until the end of the night
1: man i would not want to be putting on a wedding in the era of instagram and everything
0: like instagram oh was around for my wedding barely but like it wasn't like now you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. you probably in your era it might have just been for uh for uh, for iphone back back then yeah I'm, man i'm coming up my 10th anniversary in like a couple Woo! weeks yeah beautiful beautiful 10 years 10 years dog Dang, for about as long as we've been doing this podcast. Yeah, wow. like
1: because one of the early episodes of the podcast, you had another guest on because I was like, yeah, I'm going on my honeymoon.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, the co-host era. Oh, boy, what a time. <sighs> yeah, we had the co-host era. We had the post-radio era. We had the fourth district era. We lived through some times, man.
1: So if, you, if you're rapping on other other beats, you're going to rap on this, uh, this Applebee song? You're going to get in on that? TikTok is loving that song, man. Who? Oh, tell me you have you you haven't heard about this the Applebee's song, man? Come on now. It's called Nah. It's called Fancy Like or whatever. Nah. You really haven't heard that? So there's like, like no. blew up on, on, on social media. This guy made a song with like talks about Applebee's or whatever in the chorus. But then like Applebee's obviously saw it blow up on TikTok and was like, oh, so now like every time you will, because you're right, you don't watch the NFL. Like they show this commercial all the time. Nah, man. But you know what? They've been white. so busy. It's a very I'm... white song.
0: Like it's just, <laughs> it's it's ex- it's so exceedingly white. I just don't even know. Now nah, we're rapping over like a lot of like Griselda stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of beats with no drums, like a lot of Griselda stuff. So now, nah, no, no fan. Yeah, I, I see it here on Apple Music. Nah, I haven't really watched a whole lot of TV. I've been busy. Been busy. Six month old transitioning her into food has been has been keeping me keeping me busy. Um, well, you'll see all the commercials again once you start watching the NBA. For sure. My TV will be on for the for that. I mean and, and I mean god I'm missing a lot of wrestling. Like wrestling has been incredible the last few months. Um I'm actually going to the pay-per-view on Sunday taking my 7-year-old. That should be fun. But I think that was about the age I went to my first wrestling match. Yeah. It's about right. I was 7 when I went to my first one. Uh Undertaker versus uh Ultimate Warrior in a casket match was the main event. Wow. Yep. And I made a big sign that said uh, Undertaker, you've made a grave mistake. And I drew a picture of a grave. <laughs> I had the bars back there, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> oh, oh I'm pretty sure I saw, like, one of Yokozuna's first matches,
0: maybe. Nice, nice. Pretty sure?
1: It would have been, like, late, like, uh, like 92, maybe? Something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He debuted, uh, yeah, he actually debuted early 93. Cause he won the 93 rumble. So he debuted like, yeah, late 92. Cause he wrestled Virgil at, at 92 survivor series and destroyed him. So yeah, late 90, about 92. That's about right. Yeah. That's about right. Your math is right. Yeah. Cause
1: that's, you know, crazy. then they would do like a whole lot of lot. like, if you, if you went to a show that wasn't on TV, they did all sorts of crazy stuff with those shows.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. How shows used to go crazy. Yep. How shows used to go crazy. I've been to a couple of those. Saw Bret Hart versus Papa Shango, main event, Papa for the world title. Sh- that yeah,
1: that was back in the era when, like, if you wanted to buy tickets from Ticketmaster, you had to go to the Ticketmaster in the mall
0: yep. and buy them <laughs> in
1: person. <laughs> Which is the oh, oldest thing man. I could possibly
0: say. Crazy. Yeah, that was the that was the beautiful thing about the uh my Donda experience was that I actually got a when they moved our seats, I actually got a physical ticket. Yeah, because like nobody wants
1: a, a printout of a ticket. Nah, like it's for me. It's either give me like an old school like physical ticket or just give it to me on my phone. But the in between is so
0: annoying. Yeah, for sure. It's 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 all or nothing for me. Yeah, yeah, it's all or nothing for me. All right, we are we are once so, again. Yeah, so baby key, baby <laughs> key. All right.